We, Sonia, and Januni are a couple of pals studying science in undergrad. We are not professionals. Though every episode is meticulously researched, mistakes do happen. If you notice that anything, and we mean anything, we state is inaccurate, please let us know. Your comments, suggestions, and queries are important in furthering our personal and audience's understanding of science. Thanks for being a part of this discussion. We appreciate you. We really do. I'm just trying to open my... Anyways. You're what, sorry? What? What'd you say? I was, I was just trying to open up my lunch. Oh, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Beaker Bros. <laughs> oh, I already had my lunch, but I just have my jar, which you oh. can sub in. Oh, wait, clink. 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 I don't want to actually like hit the camera. Is that the like the Dolgona coffee? Yeah, thing? that one. Yeah. I found my um, hand mixer thing and I was like, oh my God. You know what I could do right now? Instead of buying coffee, make it yourself. Yeah. Very nice. That's sustainable. You know what else is sustainable, <laughs> Sonia? What a great transition. Tell me, what, what else is sustainable? Fashion. Is it though? Well, here's the thing. Right now, no, but we should all be moving towards sustainable fashion. Mm-hmm. Before, you know, we get into today's episode about sustainable fashion what is sustainable fashion yeah i think was, okay so the definition i kind of like came across was that sustainable fashion refers to clothing that is designed manufactured distributed and used in ways that are environmentally friendly so it's like the whole process it's not just how us as consumers are buying clothes but how um big companies are manufacturing clothes like the entire supply chain yeah from exactly. grabbing that first you know bit of cotton to all the way up to the person wearing it Exactly. It's the whole industry as a whole, as a whole, the whole industry as a whole. Well, yeah. Well, I have some comments about like the supply chain part, but before Mm -hmm. we get into that, I think it's important to give some numbers about, you know, the, the industry's impact on the environment. So that being said, uh, according to the UN, a UN article that uh, on climate change, it says that the fashion industry accounts for about 10% of global carbon emissions and nearly 20% of waste water. And while the environmental impact, this is a fun fact. So mm-hmm. while the environmental impact of flying is pretty well known now, uh, fashion actually sucks up more energy than both aviation and shipping industry i guess combined wow that's a that's a crap ton of energy yeah yeah okay so then we also know like the big term like fast fashion Mm -hmm. and what's kind of crazy i actually didn't like the first time i've heard of this term was like last summer someone was telling me really that recently yeah it was like i like i knew sustainable fashion but i was like fast fashion someone's like yeah i'm trying to avoid fast fashion and i was like what is that? Like, you're not trying to buy clothes as fast as possible? <laughs> like, I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, okay, like, you do you. And then, like, I I pretended, obviously, like, that I knew what was, the person was saying. I didn't. So I went and I started Googling it. I'm like, what is fast fashion? And fast, fa- yeah, fast fashion. Um, but yeah, as 
basically like it's fast, but it's in a sense that it's um, basically rapidly producing high volumes of clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was like doing my research for this, I came across how like garment production utilizes trend replication and low quality materials in order to bring inexpensive styles to the public. So that basically means like that $10 shirt you're buying while that it's cheap and you know, it's not the best quality, the, um, again, the process you were saying, the whole industry, what it's uh, like, it's involvement is quite like costly, not to like, sorry, just playing, costly to the environment and also has effects on like the labor workers who are producing the clothing too. Yeah, the whole reason why it's like, just to elaborate on what you said, the whole reason why it's able to be produced so quickly is because in a lot of developing nations, where these garment factories are in, there's very poor regard for um, worker rights, worker safety. And because of this lack of infrastructure to protect the workers and the environment, mm-hmm. those countries are able to produce it so fast, so quickly, that's mm-hmm. the same thing, so fast and so quickly are the same thing. But you get what, like, it's that fast. You can it's make the clothes that, that fast and it can be shipped all over the world. So your $5 t-shirt from H&M it's it's well, bad. <laughs> it's really it's really bad. Um, you were saying like again like how countries where they're mass producing this. I think um, like this movement of sustainable fashion didn't really become as big as it is today um, until what is it the collapse of the Rana Plaza in Bangladesh back in 2013. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, from that collapse, well over. A thousand people had died and twice as many were injured yeah which is absolutely insane imagine like for for starters that Bangladeshi garment factory Mm -hmm. it's it employs pretty much low-income workers Mm -hmm. not just low-income workers a lot of them were children yeah so not being able to work when you're already making like less than a dollar a day puts your fan like your entire family at risk at of starvation and not to put a, you know, whatever, but like that whole incident not only killed the workers of the factory, but a lot of their family members. Yeah. And those statistics aren't often aren't, I'm stuttering, often aren't included in like mortality or death counts because like, it's not directly like their deaths of family members who ended up like starving and not being able to like support themselves isn't necessary like they weren't necessarily killed in the collapse but it was like the ramifications of it after yeah no I know what you mean basically like their sole provider had you know passed away or whatever and they didn't have any means to purchase food or whatever or like have their basic necessities so of course as a result they passed away as well Mm -hmm. and what's Um, interesting oh sorry please go ahead I was gonna say what's interesting about that as well so Mm -hmm. I remember watching what's it called w5 okay w5 or was this on 60 minutes i think it was on an episode of 60 minutes for those of you who don't know 60 minutes is a 60 minute show that profiles um like a certain incident around the world so sometimes they'll do like a product analysis of something or i'll talk about um or i'll interview a president or i'll do whatever but they did one episode a little while ago and i think it was like 2015 on the rana plaza collapse Mm -hmm. and even though it's been almost a decade after that collapse, very few um, 
policies have been implemented by the government in order to protect like future um, disasters like that happening to garment factory employees. Yeah. Like it's still a really big issue. Obviously, it's, it. yeah, obviously it's received a little bit more um, highlight in the world because of the how big the issue was back in the day. But it, yeah, I'm rambling now, but. No, no, it's fine. It's, it's good. This is the whole point of the podcast. <laughs> Um, I was going to say, um, with the Rana Plaza, I feel like what's important to note is that people be like, okay, yeah, that happened in Bangladesh. Why does it relate to us? Okay, yeah, we buy clothes there. Like, how does it relate to the lives of us Western individuals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's important to note that there's actually like big companies, companies that you probably know that were associated with the, the factory. There's Joe Fresh. Yep. Walmart, JC Penny, and the Children's Place. I'm just naming the ones that I know. There's one named Mango. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Mango is. Wasn't Mango's like a popular European brand? But, okay. Uh, wasn't H and M also involved with it as well? Um, this is just like a few. I don't. I'm not quite sure, but I would not be surprised to be honest. I'm um, just seeing other um, companies that were also involved. So Abercrombie and Finch, Zara. Um, American Eagle Outfitters and yeah, H&M as well. Yeah. Like going back to the thing that you were saying about the building code, like one of the reasons like in developing nations like Bangladesh um, and other countries in that region of Asia and around the world as well. One of the main reasons why these incidences happen so prominently there and they're able to produce clothing so cheaply there is because of the lack of building codes. And over the past like 10 years, there's been a lot of organizations that have been trying to push the government towards uh, reestablishing those building codes in order to like protect the rights of the workers, create better infrastructure, all that kind of stuff. But when you do that, it deters companies from coming to invest and build in that uh, country because then you can just go to another country and build it for cheaper somewhere else and you can get workers for cheaper somewhere else. Yeah. So it, you get trapped in this cycle oh, where yeah. like, you know what the problem is, you know how to fix it, but you can't necessarily do it because of like economic and financial reasons. Mm-hmm. I think on a more like personal like aspect, like once I was aware of sustainable fashion and ways that I could have take part in the movement, like I was definitely more aware, but there's like cases I like it's there's a lot of like, I've seen TikToks or whatever, people like doing hauls or whatever from like Zara and H&M and everything and other like really cheap stores. And people are always commenting like, oh, like that's not sustainable, blah, blah, blah. And one of the biggest issues that like I, sustainable fashion is the fact of like, they can't really afford that $40 shirt or something, mm-hmm. or yeah. they can't like $80 pants or something, which is totally reasonable. But then I saw something else where someone said, okay, think about it. You're spending, what, $5 on that one shirt that you might have to replace every, that over the couple of years, that would add up to that $40 shirt that you could invest in that could last you five or so years. And I think, no, that's that's totally fair. Yeah, like on one, like it's a balance. Like, are you, but the, you also have to consider, like, are you able to put that much money up front from yeah. the beginning? That's right? also the, yeah. But I don't know. It's like, even like, I don't know like I'm trying to think of me personally like I am guilty of fast fashion like I Mm -hmm. like H&M is like my go-to store but (laughs) like it's so bad it's just it's just bad like when you think of there's like a demand for it too right like if Mm -hmm. like even if one individual was to decide okay yeah let's I can I can personally go buy from buy the $40 shirt which is sustainable 
versus 10 other people who are buying the $5 shirts, right? Like it's not going to make that much big of an impact. But I think what's really important with this like sustainable fashion movement is that a lot of individuals are like they are aware of it, which is now, I guess, um, forcing companies to like big name companies or brand name companies to look for more sustainable methods. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. But what about you, Sonia? What, how, how do you try to be sustainable with fashion? Well, how do I try to be sustainable? Well, for the most part, a lot of the stuff I do get is thrifted. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to try to like say that I'm the most you know, yeah. sustainable fashion person. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the correct, correct term is here. No, I definitely try to like thrift more. Yeah. And what's amazing about it though, it's like you're not gonna like thrifting might have this whole idea of like low quality clothes. Like, no, you can find some like like I've gotten Lululemon leggings and like Aritzia pants before for like five dollars, ten dollars. And the whole idea is that that clothing is being reused and recycled in a way that it doesn't again get like um gathered into landfills. Sorry? I was gonna say it doesn't get put into landfills, it gets yeah. circulated, it's recycled. Exactly. I'm just looking at um, one of the uh, United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the goals that they're working towards is ensuring sustainable consumption and production patterns. So oh. this is a goal that the UN has recognized, but whether or not it's being achieved or worked towards right now is mm-hmm. sort of up in the air. Like there, don't get me wrong, there have been vast improvements since the uh, like even 20 years ago or 10 years ago but I don't know it's that question like it seems based on our conversation here today mm-hmm. we recognize there's a problem yeah we recognize solutions mm-hmm. it's a matter of now like acting upon it right yeah so it's like the the industry does definitely have the potential to be sustainable by you know converting to different avenues of production yeah, I, I think any improvement is better than none. Oh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, in terms of the extent of the improvements that can be made and working, I guess like the ultimate goal would be to be zero emissions, zero waste, mm-hmm. zero X, Y, Z. And based on like the research that we've done about the industry, certain key players right now that are, you know, pushing towards this avenue of mm-hmm. production and marketing and all that kind of stuff it does like hey the, I, I have hope the kids of the day you know we're smart we're a smart bunch of kiddos but yeah um I guess the best way to end this off is just like s- suggesting oh sorry I was gonna say I found if you guys were wondering about like what's a sustain yeah some sustainable brands let me pull it up I was looking for it um Okay, there's this one that I keep seeing called Cotton, Cotton, like it's K-O-T-N. Never heard of it. Well, it's like apparently has some really good like basics if you're into it. Um, It's made from breathable Egyptian cotton. Interesting. There's also this another brand called Pact. Um, P-A-T? Pact? Pact, Pact. Pact? Yes. There's this other one called Booty? Booty? <laughs> it's, with a, it's with a T. It's not with a T. It's with a D. Booty. Booty. Okay. 
Yes. There's that there's one called Happy Earth, which seems very fun. That's cute. That's good marketing. Right. Happy Earth is built around protecting the planet. That's good. Yeah. It um sources organic materials, uses recycled and recyclable packaging. Um, there's this one called Tentry. I feel like I've seen it before. Um, there's Able. Ref jeans, girlfriend collective. I've actually seen that brand. I think they have some nice jeans. So hey there, girlfriends. Check jeans. out girlfriend collective. Yeah. You know, jeans are some of the biggest contributors to environmental degradation caused by the fashion industry. The dyes are very toxic. Wow. The, the cotton isn't or the material for the pants aren't often very sustainably sourced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're doing a good job. All the power to them. We love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see if other ways. Okay, so other ways to support, support sustainable fashion. Of course, like we mentioned, thrifting or secondhand clothing. It's honestly, it's really fun. I think thrifting is like, it's a fun time, to be honest. Like if you, if you have the opportunity to, go ahead, guys, go thrifting. And there's something about thrifting, like especially if you get like a nice t-shirt oftentimes it's so much softer than like a new bought t-shirt like it's worn in a little bit it's that might sound gross but because whatever but no it's very nice it's soft the material is often good people it's clean you're saving the planet you are you get you good find, shirts you can find some like new things too when you go thrifting like mm-hmm. the number of times i think i see things with tags on i'm like that okay. you didn't wear them you just bought it and left it like <laughs> Don't mind if I get it for $5 or 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, like prolonging the life of your clothes by taking care of them. So how do you take care of your clothes? Um, don't use the dryer, air dryer clothes. Mm-hmm. That saves energy. That's another, mm-hmm. yeah. That's, that's all the ideas I got. Mm-hmm. Any ideas, Sonia? I think they're all very valid. Um, I think you touched upon a lot of the main ones. Well, Stay sustainable, friends. Yeah, during these unprecedented times. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, what were you saying? I was gonna say people should listen to our podcast and just like take a shot every single time we say unprecedented. On Un- these unprecedented <laughs> times, I mean, times- I edit that out quite often because okay, we say okay. it too much as a joke, but doesn't work sometimes you get the point yeah anyways i believe take a shot anytime we see say anyways i think that's another or um or like Uh uh-huh i don't think we said um and like that many times this time we'll see (laughs) (laughs) i'll keep a little counter as i edit this episode well thank you guys for staying till the end Mm -hmm. as usual we'll see you next time Yep, we've got some cool stuff coming up, so stay tuned, y'all. Yeah. Peace. You guys can't see me, but I'm...